0: Welcome to the Food and Beverage Leaders Podcast. I'm Andy Barr, owner of Barr Transportation. We're so glad you joined us today. Now our mission here is very simple at Barr Transportation. It's to provide you with the most reliable and honest national transportation for your goods, paired with proactive communication throughout the entire life of the load. Now this podcast is designed exactly for you. It's for sales managers, produce managers, logistics managers, traffic managers, the entire C-suite, anyone else who really wants to perform at the top of their game in this global food and beverage industry so whether you're big or small west coast or east coast this podcast is meant for you now make sure to stick around at the end of each show and we'll reveal how you can apply to be on the show yourself so you can grow your authority build partnerships and help your business boom interviews are about 15 to 20 minutes long and i'll leave you with my favorite quote preparation plus opportunity equals success that's it i'll see you on the inside enjoy this episode
1: All right. So
0: today we have Jody Wagner with us. Jody, welcome. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not every day we get to talk to somebody uh, in the popcorn business. So I'm definitely excited about it. And you, know, you have a, a wealth of experience in other avenues too. So really excited to see how uh, it all kind of you know, matriculated to, to the food and beverage space. But if you're ready, I'll kind of go into it and we'll take it
1: from there. Okay, that sounds great.
0: All right. So right now, you know, Jody, she was a Northwestern undergrad student. Uh, Then she went to Vanderbilt for law school. Uh, She then spent 18 years as a lawyer. So this was, you know, a completely different, you know, food and beverage, food uh, professional track. Uh, But sounds like a very successful, you know, career as a lawyer, and then worked for the governor of Virginia in finance for about two years. Um, and what you'll allude to is basically on the side, you started the popcorn company and then for the past 15 years, you've been running the, the popcorn business.
1: Uh, well, for I've been, well, we've had the popcorn v- business for 15 years, I've been doing it full time since 2010.
0: Full time since 2010. Okay. Okay. So on the side for about five years and then for the past yep. 10, full time. Got it. Got it. Yep. Awesome.
1: So, we, so we started out as a retail store and really thought that that was where it was going to be at the oceanfront in Virginia Beach. Um, okay. But ulti- but ultimately pivoted to do much more wholesale than retail.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very good. So why popcorn? And how'd you get into it?
1: I love fresh caramel corn. Nothing <laughs> is better than fresh caramel corn. So when I, was in, when I was in Northwestern, my husband, who at the time was my boyfriend, and I used to go to downtown Chicago on Michigan Avenue, eat Garrett's Popcorn, and walk around. Roll forward 30 years. And I, we had a son at Northwestern, class of, I guess, 2007, maybe. Um, anyhow, he, uh, we went up to visit him, drove past Garrett's Popcorn on the way to, to uh, the airport, bought some, and I was complaining the whole way home. What is wrong with Virginia Beach? We don't have great caramel corn. Every good resort has good caramel corn. So my husband said, well, if you feel that strongly about it, do something about it. So that is how we came to, to do it. I, um, When I was a corporate lawyer, I used to do securities deals and um, and transactions. And I worked with a gentleman that had worked for um, Busch Gardens and a variety of other resorts so or theme parks. So I called yeah. him and I said, how do I learn how to make Caramel corn in a commercial way, so he said, "Oh, come to this theme park show in Orlando." And if you can imagine the Orlando Convention Center filled with um, basically roller coasters and rides and concession equipment, went down there, to um, met the companies that that make the, the major U.S. companies that make the equipment. Mm-hmm. Told them what I wanted it to taste like. They said, "Oh, no problem. Just add an extra stick of buttered mix. It'll taste just like it." Came back, tried to put, put a popper and a caramelizer in the garage while we were building the store out. Made the first batch. Did not taste anything like I wanted it to taste. <laughs> so we were like, hmm, this is definitely ready, shoot, aim. So we had to backtrack. And my husband, who has a um, degree in um, food and sen- sensory smell and um, is now a physician, went to work in the kitchen or in the garage, rather and ultimately came up with recipe 53. It took 53 iterations to get it the way we wanted it.
0: Hey, that's not what, Einstein was like, it was 10,000 light bulbs, so that's a, that right. pretty
1: good. Yeah, it was pretty efficient. We had, and we used to take like recipe 40 and 41 to one child's baseball game, and 43, 44 to a volleyball game, and everybody would comment. When we got to 53, people said, this is fabulous, don't change a thing. So that's how we ended up with recipe 53 caramel corn.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. So, so you, you went to the machine show. You talked to the, the guys that offer the commercial equipment. You tweaked the recipe to get it right. But now we, start,
1: we started all over. We got rid of their mix and made it up. Make it all with uh, real ingredients.
0: Right. But but now, how do you? You know, it's okay to have you know a few a few people you know say it's it's great. But how do you how do you how do you go from a couple a hundred people say that it's good to you know mass production, wholesale, you know. Oh,
1: it has been learning like on a straight straight up. Um, Quite honestly, when I first trade show we did where we were trying to wholesale it, a gentleman came up to me and said, how many of those bags fit on a pallet? I went, I don't know. I walked over to the lady that was helping me sell the stuff and I said, what's a pallet? I had never shipped or bought stuff on a pallet. We now ship pallets all all the time. And, and, um, in fact, you know, we, if somebody's ordering wholesale, we are sort of expecting them to order pallet quantities, unless they're in the gift industry, then we expect smaller quantities.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So are you mostly wholesale? Are you mostly,
1: um, we're mostly wholesale. Um, Okay. But we do, but we do have a retail website, which is jodyspopcorn.com that people can order for their own consumption then we have a wholesale site, which is Jody's Wholesale.com. Okay. So we-
0: and what was, you know, in the first 10 years, you know, when you're fully 100% working on the business, basically the last 10 years, what, what has been the biggest challenge and also the biggest reward? There's probably many challenges, many rewards, but, but if you kind of take a second and just kind of think, okay, you know, what was something to remember, both good and bad?
1: Okay. So the biggest challenge was was sort of, when I started, I was so excited. If you ordered a dozen bags and you wanted three caramel, three cheddar, three kettle, and three cheesy jalapeno, I would have taken that order and been super excited about it. And yeah. the biggest transition that I've had to do is from thinking small and very much, while we always want to be customer service, it also has to be efficient. And it's been, that has been, to me, the biggest challenge is, is pivoting from that to where we're doing mass production and um large quantities of the same flavor
0: so are you getting a lot of inbound small inquiry amounts well or?
1: we we we've now pivoted so that everything is sold in cases of 12 okay. not, not on the retail side on the retail side they can buy cases of six but on the wholesale side they start with cases of 12 so we we've, we've um, created a situation where now if you wanted three of each flavor it really would cause some disruption and the in the warehouse to be able to fill that.
0: Okay. And and with the you know current events of you know COVID 19 and and the, the challenges and limitations that brings, you know how has your business been affected? Do you have do you see any customers pulling back? And on the flip side, do you you see any areas that may be growing?
1: So the biggest challenge for us with COVID when COVID hit was we have a retail store that we operate. So we shut that down. Um, all of the small retail shops that we sold to shut down and all of the larger stores, except for grocery shut down. So we had, um, I think it was 72 pallets, the product in our warehouse that did not get picked up by the purchasers. And then we had to figure out what to do with that because it was going to age out. We killed it for a while. And it became clear that the COVID closures were going to be ongoing. So we ultimately had to sell it to overstock companies. So we definitely got burned by it. We, we ceased production for a small period of time, but then some of the orders picked back up and now we're back to full production.
0: Okay. Okay. So had a little pullback, but, but now you're back running. So, right. Okay. Okay. I was on your website a little bit. looks like you've got a license agreement with MLB and and, and uh, NFL. I mean, it looks like you guys are just, you know, taking off. Well,
1: no, we, we buy those licensed. We, we already buy them pre-licensed, so we don't have the agreements. But okay. We, oh, okay. But we okay. do carry them. So, if, yeah, if you want a um, Chicago Bears tin or something, we go to our website, and it's right there for you.
0: Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. What What's the most um, requested flavor?
1: Um, our number one seller is still caramel corn every day of the week in oh. any venue, whether it's our retail store or wholesale. It is our number one seller.
0: Okay, are you guys coming out with new flavors or sticking with with what you? No, no, out? no. We have
1: some new flavors. We have a nacho that we introduced a year ago. Um, we introduced a lemon pepper olive oil, which is a light, um, a light and healthy popcorn. Um, we're working on a few other flavors that you'll be seeing shortly. So we are we're definitely continuing to evolve. We're also doing co-packing for others now. So we're doing some oh. unique flavors for other um, other vendors that are selling it into the marketplace.
0: Okay, okay. Is it uh, how do you do your, your your surveying and your sample size as far as what new flavors we should you should come out with?
1: So we actually make them in our we have a lab, we make them in the lab, we test them, and we will test them first internally. And once they pass the internal test, we let my husband test him. And he's really got the special palate. He's just able to really zing in on whether it's good or not. Once it's passed Alan's um, quality assurance guidelines, then we, um, when the retail store is open, we test it with customers there to make sure that they like it. Okay. So that's sort of the process.
0: Wow. So, yeah, what what was the, the, the degree you said your husband
1: um, he, neuro neurophysiology or sense, sensor physiology at Northwestern, but now he's a physician, so he isn't using that degree. But it came in okay. really handy when we were trying to make the popcorn. It's of course, yes. Yeah.
0: So what was, what was the point where you know you're at like okay, I'm working for uh, the, the governor of Virginia, right? And doing right. popcorn on the side. What was that final push? Like, all right, I'm going all in on popcorn.
1: Well, it it was a a combination of things. There were some things that were happening in the company that made me realize that we needed full-time attention. We were beginning to grow in certain ways and we weren't necessarily growing smartly. So I decided to to, um, spend most of my time doing popcorn and I'm doing that today. It's still very much a 40 or 50 hour a week job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People say, you know, oh, I want to become an entrepreneur and work my own hours, and you know, just anytime. Oh, you?
1: <laughs> no, you do work your own hours. It's just yeah. a lot of them.
0: <laughs> right, right, yeah, exactly. It's the you don't—they don't get the whole story immediately, but absolutely, right. it's definitely worth it.
1: Yeah, and you definitely spend a lot of nights and, and nights laying up in bed and wondering, okay, I've got payroll in a week, and am I going to get enough revenue and that I can cover payroll? So you definitely feel that when you're
0: right, when you think
1: Exactly. So, and then COVID has definitely made that heightened that even more because you're responsible for their health to some extent. You want to make sure you keep a safe workplace.
0: Yeah. What kind of policies and procedures do you have in the factory?
1: So we started probably early March. We started taking temperatures and um, having them, you know, indicate whether they had any of the symptoms at the time that they came into work. So everybody has to have their temperature taken and report in. Um, we aren't letting any visitors in the plant unless they're essential. For example, the like exterminator can come in. But we're, But if you wanted to come meet with me, we'd have to meet outside. Sure. Um, we're, we're, um, we've spaced everything out so that our employees are spaced further apart in the tasks that they're doing to the extent we can. Um, and it, so far, we've been fortunate. Everybody's doing fine.
0: Good. Good, good, good. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jody, it was kind of short and sweet. But if, if you have any uh, lasting words or thoughts, or maybe ways to connect, people can can reach out to you or the website. You know. Oh yeah.
1: So please reach out to me if I can be of any help to you. It's Jody J O D Y at Jody's Popcorn J O D Y S Popcorn dot com. Glad to help, um, particularly if you've got questions about some of the selling in the food industry space. Um, and I look, you know, I look forward to. Um, hopefully servicing some of the people that that you work with so thank you very much for including me
0: absolutely thank you Jody. take care bye all right all right thank you for listening to the Food and Beverage Leaders podcast I'm Andy Barr with Barr Transportation now if you are a successful leader in the food and beverage space believe in your company and want to share your story really look no further all you have to do is go to Bartrans, B-A-H-R-T-R-A-N-S dot com forward slash podcast forward slash apply to apply to be on the show. Lastly, if you enjoyed listening to our show, please consider sharing the link or a screenshot on your social media accounts. We want to help as many people as possible. We truly believe education and discussion is where it all starts. Of course, if you know someone that would be a great guest, connect with us and we'll explore to see if it's a good fit. Again, Thank you for listening to the Food and Beverage Leaders Podcast. And as always, we'll leave you with our favorite quote, preparation plus opportunity equals success. Now go Crush Life, and we'll see you again soon.